Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Life isn't always easy, and you don't have to face it alone. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you have access to a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of needs. To get started, you simply answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's most convenient for you. The best part is, if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price, all from the comfort at home. To start your journey and to get 10% off of your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash sensei. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash sensei. BetterHelp, you deserve to be happy. Hi guys, Sensei James Leonelli here to talk to you about another one of our sponsors, LMNT, an electrolyte drink mix. Each one of these little packets gives you exactly what you need to keep you as hydrated as all us athletes like to be. If you're like me, you work out a lot, and when you work out a lot, you also sweat a lot. Now, when we sweat, we don't lose just water, of course. We also sweat out salt. We sweat out electrolytes. So each one of these packets contains 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium, giving you everything that you need in order to maintain optimal hydration and nothing that you don't. So to go online, place an order for your sample pack, and to get yourself a bonus free sample pack, you're going to go to this website right here, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. You're going to see this down in the video below, but I'll say it one more time for you, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. Again, it's a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing that you don't. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, not joined by my friend co-host, Slady's off doing what we know to be his uh, his second most important job besides being a good furry co-host, and that is protecting the kids. Um, but nonetheless, uh, I'm here to give you guys this week's food for thought. And uh, this this mindset is one that I think is 
crucial this time of year. Because if you live, depending on where you live, school may have already started. Us in, in New York on Long Island, school starts for us uh, next Wednesday, a week from today, um, the Wednesday after Labor Day, to put that into calendar perspective for you guys. And one of the things that always jumps out this time of year, and it's always a big learning curve, because I remember how it was when I was a kid. And what it is, it's the routine that you have in the morning. And I want to talk today about the importance of routine, why routine is such an important thing, right? why we want to rely on one, and what it does for us by having one. So to that end, go back to the school analogy. When I was a little kid, we had the same routine from the time I was in like kindergarten all the way straight through. I, um, like my parents would wake me up. I'd say, well, wake me up. Uh, all right, what do you want for breakfast? They'd make breakfast. I'd go and I'd start preparing myself, you know, teeth brushing, hair brushing, all that kind of stuff. Yes, I used to have more hair than that, right? Uh, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Uh, get dressed, all that. I'd go, I'd have my breakfast, I'd gather up my things, and then we'd go off to school. And the routine was so much the same that now, many, many years later, I can recite it to you as though it were yesterday. But I remember that every September, we always had the same issue. And the issue was the fact that we had spent half of June, July, and August out of routine. During the summer, we got up whenever we wanted. From there, if you wanted to get dressed, we could. If you wanted to go brush our hair, we could, but we didn't have to. We didn't immediately get dressed. Um, all of our accountabilities, all, all the things that we were responsible to, were kind of off for the summer. Even the things that we did do during the summer, like if we did swimming lessons, or uh, if we did, uh, I think we did tennis lessons one summer, all that stuff was a little later in the day. So it wasn't like you had to wake up like you would have to wake up for school. So as a result, we got out of habit. Right? And we know, and it's something I'm sure you've seen many times before, they say it takes 21 days to make a habit. And uh, what it really indicates is the fact that it also takes 21 days to break a habit. Because when you're breaking a habit, what are you really doing? You are creating a new habit of not doing that habit. Right? Like, for example, um, if you're a person who perpetually leaves the house 15 minutes late, that is your habit. You've practiced it. You've done it over and over and over again, and you're very good at it. On the other hand, in order for you to get in the other routine, for you to make the new routine, you have to put in the time to break that old habit in order to see success, in order for that habit to really sink in. So if you're a parent or if you're, uh, even if you're not, it's important this time of year to really consider routine and how important it is and what it does for you. Because I'll be the first one to admit, you know, we, uh, we have Kai and Riley here, who you guys met many episodes ago after the COC. Um, they're here with us, they'll be attending school here. Um, so that's, that's a big change in terms of morning routine because they got here during the summer, they were on summer vacation, they've been in summer vacation mode all that time. You know, they, for them, it was a little bit longer, right? They came here right after Memorial Day. So they had basically from the tail end of May all the way to the very beginning of September of summer vacation. As such, they're very out of school routine, right? Plus, they when they came here, they shifted time zones, right? They made in Colorado where time is two hours behind us. There was a big shift because for them, they were used to going to bed at, you know, 9 o'clock Colorado time. Well, 9 o'clock Colorado time is 11 o'clock New York time. And it was summer vacation. And with the hours of my school and stuff, 
we didn't really change it. We kind of kept that the same because it was appropriate for the summer. And now we're approaching the time of year where we're slowly moving that forward, little by little by little. And by the same token, we're doing on the other end, we're kind of shifting their sleep in both directions, right? Whereas bedtime's getting a little earlier, the time they're waking up is getting a little earlier as well. Whereas instead of leaving them to their own devices where they might get up, you know, whenever, we're waking them up at a certain time and it's a little earlier every day. So that way in a week when we have to wake them up at certain times to be ready for school, it won't be such a huge shock to the system. And it's funny because uh, when it's funny how people change throughout the years and how they, they forget about routine a little bit. Like for example, I, my mother worked in a school for a great many years and uh, you know she worked that job as well even when I was in school, a, a little bit when I was in school. Um, so it was easy for her to maintain that morning routine. But then she got to a point where all three of us kids were out of school. So the only person she had to worry about being on routine was her. And funny enough, for all the years of being on routine, from all the years of doing it the way that we always did it, it was almost a little bit of a, like, we'll call it a graduation present to herself, where by the time my brother, my, my youngest sibling, was done with high school, my mom, when it came to summertime, she would go into vacation mode hard. Like, you know, she would go to sleep whenever, she would wake up whenever. Um, and then, you know, we'd start talking to her, like, Mom, it's, it's like last two weeks of August. Like, you're still, you got to get up at 6.30 in a couple of weeks. Like, you might want to start training yourself the right way. And she's like, yeah, I just do it hard the first day. And that first week kind of sucks. And then after that, I'm, I'm back to normal which is a shock to the system tremendously, obviously. And, uh, you know, I, I, honestly, she only did it a few years until she retired. But nonetheless, obviously, many of us don't have that option. So when it comes to our kids, when it comes to our morning routine, it's important that we have routine with as many things as possible. But that morning routine is among the most important routine. And the reason it's among the most important routine is it kind of sets the bar for the rest of the day. It kind of gets your momentum rolling in that right direction, right? Like something as simple as making your bed when you get up. It's the kind of thing that puts your brain in checklist or achievement mode for the rest of the day, right? There was this big TED talk or graduation talk that, um, that made its rounds a few years ago and it was from a Navy, a Navy uh, admiral, I believe. And he was talking about the importance of making your bed. What is that? That's the first step of your routine, right? Then after you, you get up, there's certain things you do every day, right? Like I know when it was just me and Mrs. Sensei, we would get up, we'd let the dogs out. Once we let the dogs out, uh, it was funny. Generally, one of us would go to the bathroom first while, we, uh, while the dogs got let out. And then that person was in the bathroom, usually me, would follow the dogs down while she went to the bathroom. And then immediately, once I got downstairs, I'd let the dogs out. Once the dogs were out, I would start on the project of making breakfast for, for Mrs. Sensei and myself. And then she would come down moments later and she'd feed the cats and the dogs. And then the routine would progress. The dogs would come in, they'd eat their food. And then you know, the, um, from there, we'd have our breakfast, as soon as we have our breakfast, and then she would go up and get ready for work. And our morning routine was the same for, for a very, very, very long time. And obviously we've had the addition of our niece and nephew, so that's gonna change things a bit. And it has changed things a little bit for sure. But now as we approach the school year, it's gonna be even more important that we apply these routines. Because when things are systematic, 
it's very difficult for things to get lost. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I've had ex many, many days in my life that were extraordinarily busy, that I had so many things stacked up. I had to do all these things from A to Z, you know, in this time, between this time and this time. And then I had to go to my school and I had all this stuff to do there. And I know myself that during those days, if there were times where I was like, mm, I got to do that. If I didn't write that thing down immediately, gone, it was in the ether, right? There was, there was a very good chance that that thing was going to slip through the cracks. And I've put a lot of systems into place, not only in my life, but in my school to ensure that in my life and in my school, that I don't miss those things, that those things don't happen. And routine is the best way to make sure that things don't fall through the cracks. Right? Many people send their kids to school with lunch. Right? Many kids uh, play an instrument. Right? Kids bring home books from school. All these type of things, homework that they did, projects they had, did, did things that they need to bring from their backpack. They have supplies that they brought home from school that have to go back. They have supplies they need to bring from school to home. Uh, from home to school, I should say. And in that process, there's also the stereotypes of kids that, are, that perpetually forget A, B, C, or D, right? There's always kids who are forgetting those things. And sure, a kid maturing <clears throat> and being a little more disciplined is a very big part of making sure that those things don't really happen. But even more than that, the importance of that routine. If there's a routine, like, like my routine growing up, where the same things happened in the same order every single day, Right, I always check my backpack right after I finished breakfast. That was my job. And I knew exactly where everything was because I did my homework in the same spot every single day. And things were so routine about every aspect of my day revolving around school that when anything else came into the routine, it became very simple. I went, when I took up an instrument at a certain point in junior high school or elementary school and junior high school, it was easy for me to remember my routine because everything had a central place. Everything had a place to go. Everything had an order in which it was done. So it was very simple for me to wrap my head around it. And it was very simple for me to make sure that nothing slipped through the cracks. Because that slipped through the cracks, that's the tough part, right? When you're scrambling as you're running through, oh no, I forgot my X, Y, or Z. Now you've got a hard time on your hands. And that hard time is exactly what we want to avoid. Because as kids, that makes your life much more difficult. If you're that kid who doesn't have their lunch, who's got to call mom from the school, mom, I forgot my lunch. Now that kid's life is more, is more difficult. They got to miss some class time. They got to be all embarrassed, waiting to go see their mom to drop off their lunch, so on and so forth. As the adult in that scenario, if you're, if you're that parent, now you have to deal with the fact that you got to go back to that school an additional time to drop off your kid's lunch or books or whatever. It's very, very important. So to that end, obviously routine is not only important in back to school, but let's continue the analogy for the, the adult, right? That adult that grows up, that has, the, that has a job, they similarly need to have a routine, right? And I, I mentioned this before, and it's one of the, the anecdotes that I tell frequently and my wife rolls her eyes when I do, but whatever, it's true. When we first got together, my wife would notoriously lose her keys. It was almost, I don't want to say a daily occurrence, but it was several times a week where those keys would get lost. 
uh, you know, she'd go to leave the house and she's uh, shuffling around, shuffling around. Well, I can't find my keys. We'd have to think back to which jacket she wore the night before, which pants, and she'd have to go finding and digging and this and then the other in this pocket and that pocket and this pocket. And, you know, I'm a little bit of a smart aleck sometimes. Italian, I can't help it. And I would, you know, throw a little jab out to like, hey, you notice I never lose my keys, right? Because my keys are always in the same spot. Right? And it became a thing in our relationship where I, like, I kind of would train her, <laughs> for lack of a better word, I trained her into a good habit because I was doing it and she was sick of hearing me ridicule her about it because what happened is she, I'd see her keys somewhere and I would just take them and I'd put them in this one certain spot in the kitchen and that's where her keys would go. And this was before she was ever a woman that carried a purse. She was never really a purse woman. So it was simple. Just keys went here, keys went here, keys went here. And then in a short order, keys and wallet went there and keys and wallet went there. And we built this routine. So now when she came home, no matter what was going on, she could be talking on the phone, letting the dogs out, getting, getting stuff out of the car, and everything would wind up in its spot. Because it's, the, it's those other things that talking on the phone, the letting the dogs out, the things you got, you, you got to carry your car, all the things that are not regular routine. When they, come into your, when they come into your space, those are the things that pull you off track. So as a result, if you have a routine, if you have a place, then your body just remembers. You just know, I walk in the house, wallet keys go there, simple. And then you can be on the phone. You can be t taking care of the dogs. You can be talking to the kids. You can be getting stuff out of the car because everything went in its spot and life is simple. The best analogy against this is little kids, right? Use my nephew, for example. Kai has a superpower when it comes to losing things. He's very, very good at it. Because like most 11-year-old boys, his attention is always in a million directions. Um, and it's getting better for sure. Um, but, you know, one of the most frequently th things, he, one of the most frequent things he loses, I should say, is his cell phone. He loses that pretty frequently. Um, and recently he's been borrowing a pair of earbuds from Mrs. Sensei. And he's been losing those a little bit as well. So last night he was really down on himself because he lost the earbud case. He had the one in, he had, but he lost the case, couldn't find the case. And he was really upset about it. And I was like, listen, bud, this is a lesson. This is, this is an opportunity for growth. I'm like, a, a mature person does not make the same mistake over and over and over again. A mature person makes a mistake, feels the sting of that mistake, realizes, hey, that was messed up and I didn't like how it felt when I did that. So I'm not gonna do that anymore. And they use that as an opportunity to build a new habit and a new routine. So that way they never have to feel that way again. And that's not to say that that new habit's gonna be perfect because there might be mistakes in there too. And if there is, you learn from those and you correct that habit a little bit more. So he was going to bed having lost him and he was pretty upset because we looked for a little while, but it got to a point where I was like, listen, dude, you gotta go to bed. And went to bed, he was really down. And we had that conversation that I mentioned. And then I went downstairs to go back about my the rest of my night and finish up the things I was doing. And ironically, another thing that, that is frequently missing in my house is the, the little remote for the Amazon Fire Stick. Uh, Riley is a great one for carrying that around with her and wherever stream of consciousness, it just goes down. So searching that the Amazon Fire Stick remote, I, I'm searching around, searching around. I'm like, ah, oh, you know what, let me use the, the bathroom real quick. And I use the bathroom and sure enough, right there on the tank of the toilet, Kai's earbud case. 
And I was like, man, of all things. So I just took a picture of it and I texted it to his phone, which I knew wasn't in his room and he wasn't going to see it. But I was just like, man, I just, <laughs> I just sent him a picture. And I, I grabbed him and I put him where I, I knew he would find him the next day. Um, and then ironically found the Amazon Fire Stick remote moments later. But immediately when he woke up this morning, he saw the text like first thing. And I, he was like, you found him. And I was like, exactly. He's like, I can't believe I did that. I'm like, okay. So now we were thinking about it last night how you need a spot for your things. Where's your spot for your earbuds going to be? And he picked the spot in the kitchen. That's where the spot's going to be. So, okay, that's your spot. I'm going to remember it. You're going to remember it. That's your spot. But you have to build the habit every day. Put it in your spot. Now, I know we are not going to have perfection about this right away. I know it's going to take probably a month before he's doing it super regularly. And when he does it super regularly, he's going to remember it very easily. And it'll become an automatic thing. I won't have to remind him. He won't have to remind himself. Mrs. Hensley won't have to remind him. It'll just be there. Now, extrapolate that out when you're an adult. You're the adult with the job, with the career. You have places to be. You have people relying on your clients, your boss, whomever. They're all relying on you, and you got to be there by a certain time, set up a certain way, having had breakfast, having had your coffee, blah, blah, blah. So you need a routine in the morning as well. You need to make sure that you have time to do everything you need to do before work. You need to shower, get your your hair ready, get you know makeup or shave or whatever you got to do. You have to have a routine for all of that, and you have to have a system for it. It has to happen the same way every single time, right? Like, I think I'm not probably not alone in that. I have a routine when I get in the shower. When I when I get in the shower, I do everything in a certain order. I'm sure I'm I'm sure you guys are like me that if if you suddenly messed with your shower order, it would mess your whole thing up, right? Even the way I go about washing my body, I do it in a systematic way. I do it the exact same way every single time. And I think everybody else is very similar that way as well. And this continues as an adult. Because obviously right now we're just thinking about how to get places, right? jobs, school, and so forth. But the same has to hold true for every other part of your life, including, and most importantly, in my opinion, your health and wellness. Because if you don't have a routine around how you're hydrating yourself, it's not going to get done well. If you don't have a routine about how your meals occur, it's not going to happen well. Right? If you don't have a routine about when you're exercising, when you're working on your health and well-being, your, your fitness, if you don't have a routine, it's not going to happen well. There's a reason that gym memberships are as inexpensive relatively as they are. Because the gym knows right? An average gym, think of a big box gym at Gold's and LA Fitness, something like that. Those guys, they have like 3,000 to 3,500 members that pay them in a given month. So let's keep the number simple. Let's say, say it's 3,000. So 3,000 people pay dues every month to that gym. Of that, between t- 5 and 10% actually step foot in that gym and, and at least once in that given month. So that means out of 3,000, only between 300 and 150 people actually step foot in that gym at least once a month. And even and even in that statistic are people who are only in there once a month, which isn't that good, obviously. But why? Because when you can go whenever you want, you kind of wind up going never. Think about the stereotype of home workout equipment. What does home workout equipment usually become? It usually becomes a really fancy and expensive place to dry your clothes, right? When you can go whenever, when there's no routine about it, when it's just happening whenever it can happen, it doesn't really happen. That's to me, one of the things I love about martial arts, I know when I'm going to step on the mat, I, I, 
my appointment uh, my appointment to train is at this time and this time every single week and i can schedule other things around that and i can keep those things going even as life gets crazier even add my niece and nephew to the mix, to the mix it's very easy because i know exactly what to expect i know exactly when and my whole day revolves around that right because it's just another appointment on my calendar there's a routine for that and there's a routine for my meals there's a routine for my hydration there's a routine for everything and i'm not saying that because i'm so much better than everybody else i'm saying it because i learned the lesson and because i learned the lesson it would i wouldn't be a sensei if i didn't pass it forward to you so take this as an opportunity evaluate your routine T th really think about your routine and how you go about each part of your day your morning right your leaving of work your exercise, your wellness, your nutrition, your hydration. Think about all these things, right? Your, your personal care. Think about all the things that you do and evaluate your routine. Do you have a good routine? And if you don't, it's time to change it. This is your, this is your time of year to do it. So take this time and tackle that routine head on because if everything is systematic, then very few things slip through the cracks. Everything gets done just the way you want it. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. On Facebook, I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Sensei underscore Leonelli. I've been trying to be a little busier on Twitter, inspired by Ben the Bane Davis. Uh, nonetheless, you can find my school online, tskSmithtown.com. Find us on Facebook, we're facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. On Twitter and Instagram, at tsmma underscore Smithtown. Find the podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. You're going to find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at TSK.com. Find everyone that I'm on the internet at my link tree, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. There you can find out all the information on our sponsors, on Flex Fights. You can get in touch with me through there as well. Speaking of sponsors, sponsorship opportunities still available. If you're interested, please reach out to me one of the ways that I gave you. Other than that, my friends, until next time, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the map.